So it's great to have you here, as always. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. Uh, Today, uh, you and I are going to have pizza with a couple that maybe you requested. I know I've actually talked to uh, quite a few listeners over the last couple of years, or maybe even more, that are like, oh, you should totally get this couple on the podcast. And it just finally worked out that today is the day for that. So let's give a big warm welcome to Kelly and Louise from the Dolly Rots. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Good. How about oh, you? Round of applause. Yeah. Round of applause we're, and everything. Right on. Yeah, we're happy to be here. I'm I'm happy that this is working out because you guys are actually making me feel better because I get to see the Florida sunshine, sunshine. through. Yeah, Yes. It's making me feel better because all day today, I've had one of those days where you just, you know, you're, if you're one of those people that struggles with when the weather is crappy and you just kind of feel crappy along with it. Yeah. That's why we only live in places with palm trees. (laughs) Right. I was going to say from Texas to Florida to wherever in between you've lived. California. um, yeah, uh, California. Um, so it's it's great. It, it's just like I, I'm just I feel blessed. I feel very grateful today to be able cool. to uh, have you guys on. And I'm, I'm glad it worked out this way because, uh, you know, we were originally trying to do something when you guys were coming through Chicago. You played Reggie's recently. But I feel like yeah. this is better because I get this, you know, I at least get a little bit of taste of uh, the sunshine. So. Awesome. Yeah, it was snowing the day we were at Reggie's. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it it would have been more of the same. It was the first day of tour, and that's always really hectic. So yeah, this we, is, we were this like. Does anyone remember how to do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is much more relaxed for us. Yeah, and uh, it, so it just it worked out for everyone. I know we were uh, actually just talking about that before we started recording about um, you brought your your kids with you on your most recent like Midwest tour in America. And w- was that the first time you had brought your kids out on the road or is that something you normally They've do come- now? They've come on since they were 90%. I think Rivers first tour he was 6 weeks old. Oh, and it was really? Like black flag in Southern California. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, River yeah. River's 8 now. He's been touring with us since he was a baby baby. Yeah. And so our our protocol every tour, you know, when we can bring them, when it makes yeah. sense is to have a tour nanny and they come on the road and at this point they're getting up on stage with us and they're Yeah, we had to have like a family jam this this trip. <laughs> they both come on stage every night. The last night our drummer his wife and baby Hank he's a year and a half. Yeah, like they yeah, we yeah. had all three kids on stage we had for the last night. Three month kids on stage for a jam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's funny. a little it's a little partridge family. It's becoming <laughs> I, a little like that. <laughs> I love it. So what yeah. do you guys like jam too is there like a certain song that you have set aside that everyone kind of plays or is it just so, kind of like yeah we we have we kind of made de- it up on stage in dallas we made it up on stage yeah. one time and then it's kind of developed as it's gone and originally it was a it was a matter of getting river on stage to play guitar and it's like really get him to play guitar yeah. 
you know, hold down that fret and he's eight. and play. And he can he's got a good strumming hand. So uh, the song is called O River because his name's River, <laughs> of course. And it's 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 kind of like a Back to the Future one four five. Stick with me for the <laughs> yeah. breaks, like sort of <laughs> thing. You know, it's like it's a it's a very simple it's a, song. It's a, and we you tune his guitar like Sonic Youth style, so he just kind of right hands it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We yeah. play around it. Yeah. So, but every night it's different. You know, there's no like, our, we don't, we're not theatrical. You know, mm-hmm. like at, every show is a little bit different. The banter is always different. And yeah. the, you know, the jam's always a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It gets people moving. So, well, that, that kind of leaves room for uh, experiments and things to happen where maybe one night you do something you've never done before and you're like, oh, Let's make that a thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, I it's, guess, and that's probably how the jam night thing was born, anyway, happened. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So most of our show is like an accident that was waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, our life. And, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that's life, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So before we get too deep into it, um, let's let's talk about pizza. You guys are, as you said, you're in Florida, yep. and yep. you got one of your favorite pizza places to open up early just for you guys yep it's a place called lee's grocery it's in tampa it's like right down the street from where we live and uh check it out that's a sweet hand-drawn graffiti style menu uh, their menu pretty amazing we have the minor threat in front of us right now (laughs) Um, yeah it's like a it is a rock and roll kind of place it's like a pesto jalapeno like all the yummy mushroom, mushroom pesto, like jalapeno spinach it's kind yeah. of it's kind of amazing yeah. i mean if it, it's um, this yeah. building it's from what you say it's from 1884 it's on the national like historic landmark registry it's a really cool old neighborhood that we live in it's old tampa yeah um, it's so like it's, uh, it's called tampa Heights. this neighborhood used to be i mean all, most of the houses around here from like 1926 which doesn't sound very old in the context of chicago yeah but for <laughs> well, florida that's but old. for florida that's ancient <laughs> It still sound. I mean, it's still ancient to me. That's almost 100 years old. But yes, as far yeah. as Chicago yeah. goes, obviously there's. But there was the Great Chicago Fire that wiped out. Was, yeah, like, yeah. Re, it was a reset button. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. But um, but that's really cool though. Um, so are what are some of the other names of like some of the are the other names so, you said minor threat. So is there? Yeah. So there's the don't stand so close to me. I also really love. And I think it might be named that because it has a lot of garlic. Oh, okay. Which makes it delicious. It makes it delicious and stinky. <laughs> yeah. So there's a message, hanging garden. It's all rock and roll. Oh, there's references. one called Bring the Noise. Uh-huh. And I, I think that's just like all of the meats. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> that would, I was going to say, I bet that's a meat pizza. Yeah. There, yeah. there should have been like a uh, Dolly Rot special pizza or like or maybe Maybe like to go with that (laughs) yeah or like to go with you know the the latest release down the rabbit hole i'm trying to think of what vegetables because bunnies love vegetables i was just thinking that down the rabbit hole would be the the veggie pizza for all the carrots on top yeah mushrooms they're mushrooms on the cover Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Alice in Wonderland mushroom, psychedelic mushroom theme. Do you like mushroom? So what do you you tip it? You got the minor threat pizza, which has, you said, pesto and... Mushrooms, spinach, 
uh, a couple different kinds of mushrooms and fresh jalapenos and feta and mozzarella. So it's got the double. It's not a red sauce pizza. The double cheese alternative. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's no like uh, the. uh, marinara sauce or yeah, pizza, no. so the regular kind of pizza sauce okay. although we do love us some marinara but this this, this is just kind of the alchemy the alchemy yeah. of this one is just so perfect <laughs> like sure. as its own entity that it you know it's it's worth getting yeah well i'm still uh i'm lobbying for the dolly rot pizza down the rabbit Start hole. a twitter yeah. campaign let's do it yeah let's let's and get it get a change.org right we'll change. Get, it, you know yeah. we could probably <laughs> and, and we could get like the city of city of tampa in on it because yeah. does anyone really have a reason to go to tampa i mean most, I most mean, everyone goes to orlando you I know, mean, you know what's crazy about this town is we, um, you know, the band kind of came up in LA. We we moved out to California when we were really young. We're basically 21. children, yeah, um, to do the band, and we lived out there for twelve years. And finally, when we had River, our first kid, we it was like, all right, well, let's try and buy a house in Tampa because it's pretty inexpensive. We'll be close to the parents, whatever. And so we did that, and then we kind of like relocated to Tampa spend most of our time here the band is still like the band biz is in la but family life is in tampa man in that time this city has grown so much and that, you you can't even find a house here we have to make reservations to go places sometimes like there's really? like traffic jams here <laughs> you know it's um, but also city of tampa is beautifully diverse there's like such a it, it really is a, a bright spot and a a state otherwise a little questionable <laughs> <laughs> right we all know the reputation that florida lends to itself yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah we're in like the bluest blue pearl yeah, of the whole like tiny little yeah. so, tiny little sapphire gem but we really love it here and yeah. it's a great place to live and don't tell anybody because we don't want anyone else to i was gonna say yeah, you don't, any, yeah, you don't, you yeah. don't need yeah. any more people do you think that has anything to do with Tampa Bay Lightning, because didn't they win? Oh a... man, they are amazing! Oh yeah, no, dude, there was like, uh, like the, the they won a Stanley Cup, the World Series, the yeah. hockey team won the Stanley Cup, and then and Tom Brady came won. here. Yeah, and then they started calling it Champa Bay. Champa Bay. Champa Bay. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was I love that. It's like every major sport is successful here all of a sudden after. 30 years of failure. <laughs> and yeah. the Dolly Rots live there oh, as well. well. Actually, it all started when we moved back here. <laughs> I was going to say, you set the bar for Champa Bay. <laughs> That's basically what happened, I guess. I mean, in, in some world. <laughs> where's where's your commission check? You know? Yeah, That's, know. That's yeah. what I want to know. Change.org. I, I want my agent's <laughs> fee. Yes, please. Oh my gosh. Well, it's uh it's it's fun to have both of you here. Um and you know, just you just finished up the, you know, kind of the Midwest tour. Um and you're in uh you're back home in Florida. You're pushing um as as we mentioned down the rabbit hole, which is like a collection of songs that didn't make it on any of your previous records. And also I was so excited when I read like so the second disc is all covers, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was 
I get, I had the biggest smile on my face when I saw the the songs that were covered. I'm like, all of these songs are songs that I love, and of course, it's so fitting that you have "High School Never Ends" on there. You're good friends with Bowling for Soup, yeah. So yep. it was cool to see that on there. But you know, like Earth Angel, who doesn't love it? You mentioned Back to the Future earlier. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> so right. it's um. It's so such his a hand comes back. <laughs> yes, the hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh no, my hand's disappearing. I always thought that scene was so cheesy when 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 Michael J. Fox is like leaning over and he's like, I'm dying. You know, it really it's just like yeah. disappearing it's like the, and the '80s pre CGI like invisible hand. <laughs> it it lends to you to think though. At least it does in my mind when I watch those old movies. I'm always thinking, how did they do that without CGI? Yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah. see how they did that. Yeah, yeah, that's a lost art form. It's like analog, analog CGI. It's like we try to show our kids some old movies sometimes, and I'm like, man, this, this must look so stupid to them. Well, it's just the pacing. The and yeah, they're a little slower. There's there's a patient pacing to that era of yeah. movies, and I guess music too. I mean, any sort of like content from that time yeah. that we we kind of grew up with, and we we can appreciate. But yeah, put that in front of like anyone under the age of twenty, and they're just like, "What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is boring, right?" So. And and I'm sure it, it was the same thing when we were kids. You know, our parents showing us movies from when they were yeah. kids. Or even before that, yeah. and we're like, yeah, yeah. It's like Jaws, for instance. You're watching oh, Jaws, yeah. and you're like, "Is that shark even real?" Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Pet Cemetery might be the worst, best. I haven't seen that one in a while. Oh my I've gosh. never, that I've cat? never seen it. Oh, you girls! No, really? I've never seen it. Wait, wait, hold on, Kelly. Oh. You're doing one of those like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you <laughs> haven't seen." The have movie. you seen the video for? <laughs> the song that cemetery <laughs> at least the remotes video yeah it's yeah. that's pretty much what the movie is like in the okay. like scary parts okay so i have it, seen that music video the scariest part about it is the ramones in 1986 <laughs> <laughs> i mean they were kind of they were kind of intimidating <laughs> looking i'm not gonna lie sound. Yeah. it's and, like the <laughs> 80s snare sound <laughs> <laughs> And right, as as musicians or even, you know, being like Luis yourself being a producer as well, um hearing that snare sound, you're probably thinking, God, that's awful. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. And, you know, like you'll hear it and it's like the reverb sounds like it was recorded in like a, a, like Oscar the Grouch's trash can. It's just all like metallic. It probably and was <laughs> like his actual trash. They can. both they both live in New York. Or they were both from New York, <laughs> that's so that's true. He just sang into the, the trash can. <laughs> just that's that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's when it's when uh, music becomes self aware. It's just it's hard to deal with, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have pizza on my end from a place that is right down the street from my house. It's called the Chicago Dough Chicago Company. Dough Company. Nice. And it's a small chain in the Chicagoland area. They've got three locations. And I know if we would have done this in person when you were at Reggie's in Chicago, I probably would have gotten you Lou Malnati's. And I would imagine at some point you've had Lou Malnati's. It sounds familiar. 
Um, it's pizza is unavoidable on tour. That's kind of like what happens. But yeah, I mean, a lot of nights you end up with pizza. You end up with pizza because yeah. the pizza joints are open later. Thank, also, thank the, 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 the venues know that basically everybody likes pizza. So they, it's safe to be like, hey, if we... Especially got like vegetarians and vegans in the bunch. Yeah, so if you guys got something you like, let us know. You want veggie, whatever. And so it's, it's like you get pizza every other night. Yeah. And for some reason, on this, this last, last room, tour, it's because this didn't happen the first time. We didn't get any pizza. What? Yeah. Oh, pizza. Like, no. Looking, looking back on it, it's the, the only pizza we would have had would have been with you yeah. on the first yes. night. Oh, and, then, and on no Dolly Rots tour in the history of this Dolly Rots tour in 20 years. First time have we ever. ever not had it. Yeah, I feel like this is all my fault. I totally <laughs> feel like this like, is my fault. It's the pizza Man. curse of 2022. What, yeah. what's, so, what's so odd is, so when I originally had reached out about setting up that interview with you both, um, I my my day job, which is at a radio station, was my my schedule was a little different, and it was literally. Like the week after, or the maybe two weeks after, but I think it was a week after that my schedule changed and it would have actually worked out if it would have been like a week later. Cause I used to work in the afternoons at the radio yeah. station and I knew that was probably when we were going to sit down yeah, and uh, sound check. Yeah. And yeah. so um, so that's why I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not gonna be able to make it. I completely forgot about my work schedule. And then, like I said, it changed the <laughs> next week to where like, yeah, we're moving you off this shift and we're going to have you do something else. So <laughs> it was funny how yeah. that I'm like, damn, like if that would have been a week <laughs> later, that would have worked out. But we'll um, just have to do it the next time. You too. just got to roll with the punches. Yeah. yeah and the next exactly. time, at least we're guaranteed pizza on a tour. Like, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Start like a snowball <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, if you guys haven't already, please dig into your pizza. Yeah. By all means. Oh yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. No, I don't no, want to stop because I want to um, see. I want to see this. This pizza. No, they, I want to yeah, see what it looks so, like. Okay, so it, all right. I mean, it is not red. There's not a hint of red on it. Okay. It is. Yeah. It's completely. I, like I need like a hair type. It's got something. a. And fine. it's got fr the, like the fresh spinach on yeah. it, right? So you yeah. can see there's like fresh spinach, yeah, the the dual cheese layers. Ooh. So you can kind of like see the hints of the like. Yeah. Feta oh in my there. gosh! Oh. And then the and the shrooms. The shrooms are wow. fresh. Mm. This is what mine basil. looks like. It it's not as uh, fancy as yours, but that's what mine looks like. I got oh, the jalapenos are so spicy. Yeah, the jalapenos they got like there's jalapeno seeds. Mm. Jalapeno seeds, man. So that's that where would, the heat comes from. It's I was seed. gonna say my mouth would be on fire right now if I was eating that. The um, we love spicy stuff though. If there weren't jalapenos, we'd be putting hot sauce on it probably. What kind of beer yeah. are you drinking? Oh, so we got two local beers. You know, we're sharing this one. I had a sour. Um, I got a Bay Cannon lemongrass sour, which was oh. really good. Um, and you had the Juice Lord IPA, which is magnanimous brewing. Tampa has a blossoming. It's gone now. Yeah, <laughs> beer culture. Um, there are tons of breweries all over the place. 
There's one like right across from our house, uh-huh. Woven Water. They make really good. It's salads. all really I delicious. Cigar City's based here. Yeah, Cigar City. Um, you could get pretty much anywhere now. Yeah, but uh, don't move to Tampa. It's terrible. Don't move to Tampa. <laughs> Yeah, don't do it ever. This was the salary. <laughs> yeah, only uh, only the Dolly Ruts like it. Nobody else. Everyone else yeah, thinks no. it sucks. So why would you like what? Why would you like what we like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just just don't do it whatsoever. So I should say, um, if I remember correctly, the other day I saw both of you were celebrating. Uh, is it a, not your wedding anniversary, but a date date anniversary date anniversary? No. So our twenty first wedding anniversary is is Thursday, March thirty first. Dude, That's tomorrow for we us. basically got sure married when we were children. Yeah, I don't even know why our parents thought it was okay. But they didn't like, agree. I mean, well, they probably did the same like, thing, right? <laughs> I mean, I know my parents were nineteen and twenty. Yeah, That's they true. My mom was nineteen, and yeah, my, yeah, my, my dad. Were, my mom was twenty. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. So, yes, you're right. Previous generation, how could they How could they criticize us when, you know, we basically we, were yeah, doing what they we, were doing? We had been together since the very end of high school. We went to college together. Yeah. College. Yeah. I mean, we were doing all, all the right things, too. We both got degrees. You know, I have a very useful biology degree. Before we threw it all away and, and moved to California to be in a roll, punk band. Got married. <laughs> yeah, we, we got married, I think. Two weeks later, no, we had our our thesis defense, mm-hmm. graduate, or no, got married. Two weeks later, graduated. Then the end of that summer, we were like, oh, forget it. Then the election, November of 2001. 2000. 2000. Oh, the, yeah. The, yeah. the famous uh, Bush and Gore mm-hmm. And Al election. Gore lost. And um, yes. it was probably our school's fault um, because everyone voted for Nader. And there are 800 students in our school. Yes, Nader. It's Sarasota County. Gore only lost by like 500 votes. And those 500 votes definitely came from New College of South Florida, the liberal college that everyone voted for Nader. <laughs> we, I didn't. I voted for Gore. Anyway, uh, so we were just like, Kelly uh, skipped her GRE I was supposed exam. to have GRE exam the next morning after then, the election. I was like, nope. And then I was on like, I was doing I'm like. never going to do it. Yeah, I was on the med school thing. So I'd already taken the MCAT and like. Whatever, we both decided to just move to California and uh, make music for at least a year and see, like, it was kind of, you know how um, in Australia they go on their walkabout? Yeah, yep. You know, there's a tradition in other places of the world where once you start to come into adulthood, you take a year off and go think about it, explore and sow your wild oats or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) And so we decided to move to LA. I got entry level positions at jobs yeah i worked at a juice bar barnes noble yeah. finally at a science museum that was awesome yeah and so we um we just kind of went out there with our guitars and our pets and our two bins of clothes and and then we just begged for shows you know because we were just a baby band mm-hmm. with the us and a drummer and um spent the next year or two just pounding it out at all the small clubs like we were doing pay for play even yeah we didn't like pay for we play didn't care we'd save our pennies at our jobs and then go like hand the whiskey a go-go 800 bucks to play 30 minutes on a friday night were were you paying <laughs> that's how they do it were you paying to like open up for so-and-so though or was it no. literally no. like here's 800 dollars the money you're well they, you, they give you tickets, they give you tickets to, sell. to sell back this is back in like 2002 they, yeah they give you like a like 
80 tickets to sell at $10 each. Sure. And so the night of the show, before, before, you, you, load in. before you go on stage, you're handing them, whether or not you sold all 80 tickets, you're handing them $800. Then yeah. you have the privilege of getting up on stage and playing for 30 minutes amongst like 10 the other bands. <laughs> right. There's, there's a, right. It's a huge, it's usually a huge bill. There's and... always like a death metal logo in there somewhere, you know, yeah. like a death metal logo. That I you mean, can't it's even... not a show. It's, it's a whole bunch of tiny shows that <laughs> beg their friends and family to and come then, to. Yeah. And then, one band comes so in, like, the fans come in, and everybody and then everybody leaves. It. And so then gradually, we kind of wormed our way into uh, an actual scene that was mostly based in East LA. It was called it was Launchpad, and um, it was run by a guy we know named named Mike TV, who lives in Austin now. But at the time, he was in a band called Get Set Go, and he would organize these shows at this place called Mister T's Bowl, which was basically bowling a converted stage, bowling alley in uh, Highland Park. In Highland Park. And we go out there. It's like way east, east think East Hollywood, but even yeah. further. And it ended up being such a great community yeah. of bands. And it was the opposite of that whole like Sunset Strip, um, you know, Whiskey A Go Go format. Because number yeah. one, everyone's basically just there to play rock and roll and believe in it. And there's no such thing as pay for play. Why would you ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And there was actual camaraderie. And there was camaraderie. I was going to say more, and, more home, home, um, homegrown, uh, down to earth, probably yeah. a little more I mean, real. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's the people that we met there are still our friends. Yeah. And, and you know, everyone's always trying to like, you know, there was like positive competition, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, so-and-so had an awesome set. No, we're going to do even better. And then you like kind of get ideas from each other. It was like yeah. an artistic community. Well, and then we would, we would try to like branch out. And if we had a show like in Hollywood, we would try and play with bands from that scene. Right. Because what happens is if you're part of a scene of, of collectively sort of like minded individuals, the crowd stays for the whole show, you know, instead which of like, which is awesome when like the crowd stays for the whole show. And so we were we were lucky enough to find our community within yeah. a couple of years. And then after and, the launch pad scene, there was a kiss or kill scene. Documentary about there's that. a documentary we seem like about the bad guys but. In, in the kiss or kill documentary. We're, we're portrayed as the villains, which is why, are you, so. why are you portrayed as the villains? Because we got a record deal and left because we got That's a record deal and started touring the United States. <laughs> How <laughs> dare so, you? Why would you do that? Well, yeah. we always we always had ambitions to live in a van down by the river, you yeah. know? <laughs> we wanted to eat nothing but Taco Bell and, and pizza. And, and sleep and ramen. Sleep on, and, sleep on yeah. people's hardwood sleep floors. Hardwood and then floors, wake have, up to random dogs licking your face. Yeah, it's really cool. Know? It's great. It's great. It's great. So we did that for like five years. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I think having that community, yeah, you should go check out the um, Yeah, it's called the In Heaven There Is No Beer. It's on most of the streets. It's a really good document of the mid 2000s Los Angeles, like independent, like sort of punk slash alternative rock. Yeah. Scene. So who else was in that scene that is well known or was so well known? Our uh, so Bang Sugar Bang, whose drummer ended up drumming with us drummer, yeah. for like five years. They were kind of notable in the scene. Um, there was a band called the Randys. There was a band called Midway. Um, Letter was, Openers, the, Silver Needle. I mean, 
New, but the thing is, most of new them, maximum donkey. New maximum donkey was so good. They were kids I cool. love that name. New maximum. Oh, they were so donkey. good. They had some really good songs. We actually considered doing it's so uh, like an EP of some of the best of the songs from that scene because there were amazing songwriters and just so many good artists. That I think what happens is like if you look at you know for example we we'd go we'd travel the country and you play a show and one of the other bands will hand you their CD or whatever. So we just amass this crazy collection of like demo CDs, hundreds, right? Spools and, and spools. spools and spools. Cause it was like, I can't keep all these packages. Sweet. So you yes. start just putting like them on spool. Them and yep. of all of those, the number that have survived to the present day is less than 1%. Yeah. So I even in that. like the highly competitive Los Angeles rock scene, you know, and, and with many of these other bands, like get it, you know, it'd be like so and so got a demo deal with Universal, or so and so got placed on this uh, NBC show, or so and so, you know, games. you know, there was lots of success. Yeah. But the amount, I mean, it's just such there a. There wasn't enough success to not grow up. Right. For most bands. Yeah. You, know, you kind of age out at some point. So I think where what, you have to like. Get a real you job. have to make a decision. It's like, are we, am I going to have kids? Am I going to like live in a van? Am I going to, you know, whatever. And so I think for us, like we were very lucky to have each other. And yeah. um, it, I, it's kind of like being in we a band. We got a lot of breaks too. We got lucky too. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of like being in a band with a sibling almost. Not that I would not like to think of you as my sibling because that's weird. <laughs> but you know, like sibling bands. Sibling bands do last. Sibling bands last. They're they do. You, you have a responsibility to a bandmate that's not just another human; it's a family member. And you and trust them to. It's almost like you trust them to finish your sentences and speak for you. You know, like I just did. Just Which, you no, but really, like I was going to say, you're doing that right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but so, there are times when I've wanted to quit. But I couldn't because he didn't want to quit. Right. And vice versa. versa, you know? So, like, yeah. we kind of drag each other through the hard parts. I mean, I'm de- I definitely don't want to quit now. No, no, I'm, I'm but, okay for right now. <laughs> you know, take me back to like 12 years and I'm like, ah, this is terrible. Just, I can't do anything right. I can't write a song. You know? I was going to say, it, kind of, from from what I've heard, it it's always seems like it's somewhere in the middle of someone's career. Where they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna quit, or I'm third done, album. or third album, yeah, yeah, third album. I was 27. Well, like, also like, well, I think, I think, kind of what happens is like, if you don't have that initial like, uh, you know, uh, you know, some bands get get lucky and they get like a one hit wonder single on their first yeah. record, right? Guaranteed that they're yes. gonna disappear after that. And then some bands work their way up and then buy their second or third album. Then they get like the sort of recognition of like, oh, a radio station wants to play your music or, you know, you're hot. <laughs> you're on the billboard chart <laughs> or yes. whatever. Yes. And so we kind of experienced that, you know, five, six years into it. And then there's a pressure put on you at whatever level you're at. doesn't matter if you're a major, little, independent, yeah. whatever, to match or exceed that hit the minor hit and so for us that hit was because i'm awesome and so there was a ton of pressure on us at that point to write another because i'm awesome and that resulted in us having this like you know 
questioning everything we do. Everything. Oh, you guys should go. Like, you should write with these songwriters. Yeah. I was like, oh God, we can't write songs. You know, <laughs> you know? it's like this. So, no, no, life. that was not quite good enough. Can you go write some more? Oh, yeah. Like, hey, you should dress a little bit sexier. Like, and I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> what was, uh, when you think back, what, what's a, uh, a direct example of going to uh when when someone said you should go right with so-and-so or it, you know coming up to to you kelly or, or louise saying yeah why don't you wear this instead what, what's in a direct example you can think oh of? wow oh, man i mean like we're in universal records in a meeting and i mean they literally just say hey you should wear skirts um maybe try some like high heel boots and you know your hair do something more with your hair you know because i used to just wear like jeans and a t-shirt chuck taylor's they wanted to glam her and up. and i was like like oh that doesn't really feel comfortable you know like well could you just try it or you know like we would show up for a photo shoot um and there'd be like a, a, a person to help dress us you know stylist and you know, sometimes paid most, for paid for by our own money. Our, by the yeah, way. That we never get. <laughs> that we never see. It just well, it, it, it goes against your account. <laughs> and you know, somebody's picked out these clothes for you that you're supposed to put on and feel comfortable in, and we'd be like, ah, nope. We would always show up with a suitcase. Well, a yeah, but we we were a little bit. You know, we were aware of it at the time, and I, I think we kind of we stuck we to our guns. Along, we would play along to an extent. But, but then, at some point, I was like, I'd rather not do it. You know, I'm not going to, I can't be fake or well, why am I bothering? The, the truth is the, the press shots, the music, the whatever, the media that has endured from that time was the yeah. stuff that wasn't embellished by outside forces. Yeah. You know, I, I look back at like things that we may have put out, just a couple things here and there that were like, at the time, not really true to what we do. And it makes me cringe because I'm like, Oh, well, that like, is oh, not authentic at all. And <laughs> and you know, we we live in like an era of authenticity, so it's like people can see through that. Yeah. And of course, it's the you know, if you look at like Dolly Rott's popular songs, it's what, those things are way at the bottom. So, yeah. um, and and then plus, I think uh, you know, the music industry at the time, I'm not really sure at this point because we kind of do our own thing. But at the time, yeah. especially, they were scared because it was a dying yeah. industry. And it was like streaming was becoming a thing. Yeah, well, like we didn't understand how to make money. We turned so, in our cover of Brand New Key, which is a freaking hit. <laughs> you know, like if you listen to it, it's it's like a. I mean, it's know, been a hit in a different way in the UK. It was a hit in yeah, the United States. So like that song, it's not our. Song. I don't mean our song is a hit. Okay. I mean that song is a hit. You know. Yes. And <clears throat> yeah. we turned that in, and it was a perfectly good like pop punk version of that song, and that was rejected initially by a major label you know and you know that the fact that they told us to go back and rework something like that it's like well, that's just what we do you know yeah so we didn't really have um, the capacity to do much more either right <laughs> we were so like, oh, musically this is our limit <laughs> yeah you know, like, <laughs> not musically trained guys <laughs> um so uh so yeah i think it would be different if we were coming up right now um yeah. maybe you know Obviously, I think production has changed a lot in the last several years. I mean, obviously, Lewis records almost all of our stuff. I was going to say the stuff you do. I've I've had Innocent Tyler on the podcast. Um, oh, cool! Right, yeah, on. that's great. Yeah, um, yeah. that yeah, stuff is great. 
Yeah, I was going to say you, everything. Yeah. I know you've done like his everything he's done pretty much, and it always yeah. sounds great. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, um, I all those covers pretty much on the down the rabbit hole. Well, a lot of the cover that most of that album. Well, I think what happened was over the years because it's basically it covers twenty years, right? So yeah. over the years, you know, you get inspired by something and you want to just do something fun to put out as a band camp free download for yeah. for the fans, you know, just to in between albums or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, like and American Girl, Tom Petty song, you know, we've, Tom Petty passed away and we were pretty crushed. I mean, I was, he wasn't Well, pretty, I remember I was driving, I was driving our son to preschool and like, I'm, I dropped him off and I'm on the way home and I heard American Girl, like it was on Sirius or whatever. And I just thought to myself, you know what? We should cover this song because I know that she loves that song. Yeah. Like we should cover this song. And so I went home and literally just put together the whole thing in like three hours. Yeah. And then I came out to her in the, like I was out in the backyard studio. I came inside. I was like, hey, can you sing American Girl real quick? <laughs> yes, I did that. <laughs> and, so, and so, yeah, so that's basically what happened. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of the content that's on down the rabbit hole kind of was done like that, just yeah. on a lark. Like that one we put up on Bandcamp. We donated all the money to Midnight Mission. Remember? Yeah, we donated yeah. it to Midnight Mission. It's a really cool organization and in LA. Used to work it's with like them a, in LA. Skid Row. It's like a homeless. Uh, they help homeless people. Yeah, we used to play sets there when we lived there. It was really really cool. <laughs> so, but so yeah, yeah the, it was kind of all. The, most of those songs were born out of just like a you know random. <laughs> sort of thing so it's nice to see them all put together and kind of sound cohesive because that was not the intent <laughs> no and you know honestly putting the album together we had about four days to put the whole thing together and we hadn't even really listened to no, it until so we got them i was just like i've got i've got a folder of b-sides here we go yeah. So these the, the right the first disc on Down the Rabbit Hole is the B sides and were were these songs that you had demoed and needed to do like a a better recording of them or no, most of them were songs that were recorded during the like actual album sessions. Okay. And then yeah. for one reason or another cuz we have a firm belief in the album quote unquote as a format you know another and, dying thing and I, another dying breed <laughs> but i you know we feel like you should be able to listen to a full length album front to back and it should have a yeah. flow and so that sort of flow you know the 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 orientation of each song to the next should yeah. make sense and so yeah a song sometimes like, a song just doesn't fit an album yeah really too fun for hanging. my too fun for my health for example it could have been on daydream yeah. explosion but it didn't fit the record because i think the reason was there was another song too similar to it yeah or you know something or, about, or maybe it was in like a key that was yeah like too a key similar didn't work or yeah you, I can't you basically have three aspects of a song that can be you know sort of considered when you're comparing it to another it's like there's a speed, like the tempo, there's the key, and then there's the vibe in terms of like, is it swing feel? Is it straight ahead? Is it lots of breakdowns? Is it, right. is it slow? Is it fast? Yeah. Just like, so if there's another song that is too similar to it, it almost seems like a twin, you take yeah. it out or you yep. take one of them out. 
Yeah. Because otherwise, that's a crappy record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how many B-sides did you have to go through to kind of put this all together into a you know, flow? That must be hard. I would imagine that would be harder than actually doing a com- completely brand new album because you've got all these pieces from all these different, all these uh, different cycles <laughs> of your yeah. career. And yep. so they're all different and it's like how do you (laughs) you know the good thing about it is enough time has passed with so many of them that we can be kind of objective about it and not so precious yeah whereas in the past like if you had asked me about one of these songs a year after they came out i would have been like ah this is wrong and this is wrong this is wrong (laughs) but enough time has passed now that um we can just be cool about it the hardest part was finding the old hard drives Oh, and then yeah. and then and then to get them mastered, you've got to find like a unmastered version of it. And then I'm like, I don't even have the software to open this. This is like Pro Tools like Seven. seven. Like, <laughs> was, yeah, it, it's know? so old. Like, yeah, it's just like it's so. There was a lot of like I had to figure out how to open them in different sessions, and then I didn't have the old plugin. So then finding, and so yeah, so in a way, many of them were remixed. Yeah, but then they were all mastered professionally, not by me, because I don't want to take on that task. <laughs> I mean, when you have, let's say, as for an example, you said Pro Tools Seven. How does yeah. one open an old Pro Tools file if they well, if they don't? Is is that someone? Is that something where most, like a mastering house has? No, it, it, most music making software is backwards compatible. Right. So like if you You just sounded really nerdy. <laughs> so it, I love it. I love nerdy things. So that's why I'm you asking. Have a Pro Tools 7 file, it can be open in Pro Tools 12 or whatever. Right. Okay. But the okay. problems arise when you have effects on yeah. certain tracks. Any kind of plugin. So a plugin, it may be a plugin whose format is no longer supported by the new software. Or you don't right? have that so, plugin. Or so you just you plain can't... don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like, you know, a reverb, maybe that particular kind of reverb just doesn't, isn't yeah. anywhere. I mean, there are a couple of songs where the, like, the, the entire guitar chain was just not non-existent. It was like X, 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 grayed out, grayed out, grayed out. And I was like, oh my God, do I have to like replay this whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but it ended up working out great. And I think in the end, the final product, the final song yeah. Uh, the final versions of these songs are the best they can possibly be and they flow together i'm not no surprise i don't have any misgivings about it but then again we're older and jaded now so i have less energy <laughs> to dedicate to yeah. giving a shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know talking about uh fuck those universal guys you know man i should oh, man. I, I should just use that oscar the grouch reverb that was good enough for those ramones <laughs> um so, yeah, everyone needs to go listen to uh, Down the Rabbit Hole or better yet, buy it. Of course, that's always the best way to support a band and and wicked uh, cool records as well. Um, and I know by the time this uh, episode is out, you will be uh, probably just about to hit the road in the UK with Bowling for Soup and Lit, Boy. which you yep. said you're actually seeing them tonight. Yeah, yeah right. We're doing a, a live trivia thing online. So there's a 
we're going to do rock trivia. I think is, is it, it rock? rock? I think it's oh, rock. I they put something in there I know more about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly knows everything about rock trivia now because she has a serious XM show where she yeah. has to describe every aspect of it's rock and roll. Historic- rock and roll, though. If you yeah. ask me about pop punk, I know zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're doing this thing with Bowling for Soup and Lit. Um, Jared kind of like commandeered this. You know, Jared's the lead singer of uh, uh, Bowling for Soup, uh, the man. And, he um, is the man. But, Such a great guy. Um, he's so awesome, and they're they're basically family, you know. And in, yes. in 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 ye old two thousand nine, and we were looking to get a good support slot out on the road. Uh, they initially said no to us, and then then we showed up at their then show. we showed up at their show at the we El Rey. Their, we got in their dressing room. Well, first we went across the street <laughs> and drank too much vodka. Too much. <laughs> Then, and we, then we showed up in their dressing room, and, and we like, came hey, in like a so like fun. a cyclone of crazy energy. And, and I was like, "We totally ruined and, that." And for the most people, most bands would be like, "Who are these a holes?" Right? Who the hell and, are like, these? Ruining guys? our backstage time, but luckily, it's going for soup. Yeah, a couple days later, they're like, "Can you be in Birmingham, Alabama, in two weeks?" And we're like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, yes we'll we be and there." That <laughs> That became a love story for the ages because yeah. essentially they took us out on on an East Coast run, then they took us on a Texas run, and then and then they're like, "Why don't you just get your bus?" So then we lived on a, on their bus for a couple of years as yeah. their opening band. Lewis and I slept in a junk bunk together with Sherman the dog. Yep, yep. There's a yeah. We <laughs> shared like years we shared it. one bunk with a one dog. <laughs> I was like, "How? What's wrong with that bunk? It smells." It smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the way we cut our teeth, you know. It's like uh, sleeping with a dog. At that point, and still to this to this uh, time, like bowling for soup, but they they kind of took us under their wing, and yeah. they were they've been our our big brothers. They have championed us. I mean, Chris Bernie found us on MySpace in 2007. Yeah. So, oh, wow. uh, and then yeah. there's always been love, but yeah. you know, it, 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 you know, coming from like a gritty punk rock scene in LA to be around and a part of like our real professional rock and roll situation. Learned a lot. We, yeah, we learned how to, you know, really, really do it correctly. Yeah. And so, we, yeah, we, we learned a lot and so yeah anytime I mean, Garrett's like hey hey you want to you want to go to the UK with lit we're like uh hell yeah yes. <laughs> yeah let's do it right yeah so it'll be fun yeah and i know Jarrett has learned uh you know stuff from you guys as well he was talking about the last time he was on uh the podcast here it's probably been a couple months ago already but he was he was talking about how he was learning some some He's talking about marketing stuff, and, uh, and he was talking about how he's picked up that uh, from you, Lewis, and and how. Oh, wow. <clears throat> cool, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he mentioned there's yeah. something about. Um, he's like, yeah, he, he knows where like all of his t-shirt sales come from and like who bought it, how old they are. And, you know, he was yeah. just going on and on about yeah. how he kind of, kind of down to a science on your marketing the, skills. The thing is like, we like there's, there's like analytics or whatever. And I don't, I don't want to look at it because it's like, it's antithetical to rock and roll to look at like numbers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to do our taxes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you have to know, especially now how to put your energy out in the most efficient way possible. Yes. Cause we don't have time for that, for other, 
right? Everything is like very, we've got kids, like we've got the band, yeah, she's got her radio, radio show. show. We, and we do a lot of things. We've got chickens. You got chickens too? Yeah, we got chickens, man. Man. So it's like, I mean, between the chickens and the, the eggs and, and the, the kids and the, and the squirrels and the. What's, the, what's the hardest <laughs> thing about raising chickens? Mm, them it's getting hard. them getting eaten it's by not hard? yeah them escaping <laughs> okay or, or getting, uh, getting, chicken yeah. murders chicken <laughs> like, murders dogs yeah, or yeah. or coyotes or i don't know what there kind been of a wild it's, just, it's been the hawks it's the hawks you yeah, know there's one one dog attack not our dog but that yeah. chicken lived actually yeah but we have hawks and so yeah. uh, but it's and it's i don't know if it, what there's kind of disease. reptiles you have either i mean i don't know if alligators um, go after chickens alligators don't come in our yard they're, <laughs> they're our... about a half mile away from our house yeah okay we live right uh, off the hillsborough river Okay. Um, but yeah, no alligators in our yard. We've got a fence. Although that'd be insane if we had alligators picking off the chickens. That would be, I, mean, I mean, how that, much more Florida can you get? That is literally my fear. Anytime I step foot in Florida or anywhere in the South, I'm like, I'm going to watch where I put my hand or, or go anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just because critters. I have that fear. The alligators are afraid of you. I'd be more nervous about like a pygmy rattlesnake because they can hide you. Yeah. Oh, um, great. You know. you're, you're giving him more to be afraid of Kelly. <laughs> I've only like, ever seen two in my whole life. Don't worry. Just well, a that's good. I mean, no big you, deal. You have lived <laughs> small and deadly. <laughs> the all all snakes are even if the the large ones, you don't always see them, and they can come out of nowhere. So it's too late. Yeah, I stepped on a snake I mean, in our backyard. There could, there, could, there could be one in your shoe right now. There could be <laughs> in your pizza. Fine. There could be one yeah. inside of the pizza. Look in this inside of the crust. Hole. Yeah, look at that. A little bubble. <laughs> a little baby. A little baby. One. Yeah, a baby snake and a little worm its way down into your tummy. <laughs> None of that's as scary as losing the scorpion in our apartment. Oh yeah, that happened once. You have scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> was that in was that out in out west? Okay, I was gonna say that had to have been yeah. out west. From Florida it's, to LA. She brought her pet scorpion with her. <laughs> And then, like it, like it one day it disappeared, and it was like, ah, oh, damn it! Now there's a scorpion. scorpion. You did, like asleep. It was actually your pet. You had a pet scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. I had a scorpion and a tarantula. We yeah. we moved from Florida. You ready for this? I was I was a biology student. You know, <laughs> we had a scorpion, a tarantula, mm-hmm. a prairie dog, a five foot iguana, and a cat. Yep. And they were wow. all in our car when we moved from <laughs> from Tampa to. LA. And they all survived. Oh yeah, except the scorpion escape. He escaped, right? Eventually. We don't know what happened to the scorpion. I don't understand but... how that happened. Still... <laughs> he got out of his enclosure and <laughs> paraded around our apartment. <laughs> he he knew he was in Florida, and he's like, "I'm going to see what this place is all about." I hear wild things about it. I was like, "Now I'm in an arid place that could be wild." <laughs> yeah, th- maybe that's exactly what he thought. Good environment for him. <laughs> We should have brought him to Chicago. He'd still be roaming the streets of the Windy City. Yes. Do you um do you do you have dogs currently? Do you bring dogs on tour with you? We have a dog. We We used we used to bring our dog on tour because he was perfect for it. Um, His name was Quito. He was like a you know a terrier type mix. Yeah. The poundage, the weight limit for a plane to bring them into the cabin is fifteen pounds. 
and he was exactly 15 pounds. Oh man. And so, and then, and then we got him, um, <clears throat> we got him certified as a service dog. <laughs> Therapy you know dog. how expensive it is to fly with dogs? It's like, it costs like on a, some airlines, it's 150 each way. Yeah. Wow. It costs as much as a human to put your dog underneath the thing. I'm like, does he get like beverage service? Yeah. For three hundred dollars, can I get you know? peanuts too? Can I get an extra <laughs> bag of peanuts <laughs> yeah. and a diet coke Maybe for my a dog? Hot blanket, yeah. he might like a Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so like we uh, we got him. Uh, we we found yeah. some sham company actually, in Las Vegas to give yeah. us an emotional support medallion. <laughs> we had a pet rat named Sniffy. And Sniffy. that was never problematic unless we were at JFK Airport. Those, in New York. The they people thought it was at TSA like, did not. Like, rat, they don't. Because you yeah. freaked out every time. You would yeah. think they would be cool with rats considering you just see them on the street or yeah, in the right? subway you know, all the time. No, the response was sheer terror every time. They thought it was a possum most of the time. Yes, yeah, so she I was said so it was big. Like, <laughs> you I see like this big ass tail hanging down. Oh, it's just my pet possum. Oh, was, that's okay. A possum's okay. A rat would be terrible. <laughs> like, like, Possums scare me more than rats. I'll just say that. Oh, yeah. Have a lot of those yeah, I got bit by one of those recently. It was terrible. You got bit by a possum? Don't try to. Well, there was like a video floating around on Instagram about how docile they are and how they don't carry rabies. And it was, this, it was like dead. a wildlife guy. And it's like, oh, possums, they're great. They eat all the bad things and blah, blah. They do, they well, they do eat a lot of the bugs we don't like. I know that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're beneficial to the ecosystem i get it i, I have no animus towards like possums, so you just right? saw one and you just thought no, oh, our I'm dog gonna go. went after our the possums ventured on onto our porch. porch because our outside the cat has food out there and the possum tried to eat food then the dog went crazy and like tried to attack the possum and then the possum did the whole possum like uh, play dead and then they're, they're like drooling and whatever and i was like oh i know i'll just pick up the and possum move and move him so the dog doesn't get him so I put on some like thick I mean, gardening gloves and he went and tried to, to pick up and I moved him and, and no, he, and it, woke and, up. it woke up real fast and it <laughs> I bet it really did. hard right in the finger. <laughs> did it break your, did it break skin? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's still Fortunately, hurts. they don't carry rabies. Their body temperature Supposedly. is too low. <laughs> so I should have, I should have probably gone straight to the rabies no, clinic <laughs> it was like an episode of house they're trying to figure out like what happened to you you got bit by a possum in 2022 it's like uh take a uh, shot of whiskey and you'll be okay it'll be fine it's like the civil did, war honestly. no i did do that that hurt yeah. i poured some on the wound and then like a civil war soldiers uh, my belt if it burns it means it's working <laughs> that's what they say it's healing that's what yeah. that means don't pick up a possum. No. <laughs> but don't do it, kids. Maybe with a shovel. Don't, don't do it. Sure, yeah. If you can get them on the shovel. So. Yeah. Well, if they're playing dead. I once, don't pick up a possum. I, once my, I, I went to my grandparents' house one night a couple of years ago, and the garage uh the garage door was closed up which isn't normal they usually have it open and everything and when i went through the garage i saw that there was some like rat traps placed around so i went inside i asked my grandpa what's going on with with the you got a rat or a mouse in your garage and he's like yeah i got a big rat so i went in there 
And because I saw one of the traps had been sprung, but there was nothing in it. And so I look behind their, you know, I'm looking all over the garage looking for where this thing could be. Yeah. I look behind their garbage cans. Lo and behold, I, I'm like, I, I see something and I, I see a tail first and it's a good sized tail. And then I see the rest of it. <laughs> and I said, Papa, this is not a rat. This is a baby <laughs> possum. And, yeah, it was a baby possum. And he was looking for its mom. <laughs> yeah, it did not want to leave that garage because at that point we opened up the overhead door and we're yeah. trying to get it out. And yeah. I ended up having to take a broom and like push <laughs> push him out of the garage. And he kept hissing at me like a cat. Oh, yeah. yeah He's scary. like, scary. the noises are. <laughs> yeah. And like he Nosferatu did. Or something. It, the thing did not, it just did not want to leave the garage and it finally did. And I just thought it was the funniest thing. My grandpa's like, yeah, it's a rat. And I'm like, how could you think that's a rat? It's like, that's much bigger than a rat. Yeah. Good thing he didn't work for TSA in New York because he would have identified that rat real quick. (laughs) Yes, he would have. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. Um, Thank thank you. you. Thank you both, Kelly and Luis. Uh, Is it Luis or Luis? Do you, I mean, I I I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, it's good either way. Cool. Um, Well, it's been a blast. Yes. Thank you for having us. I'm glad that it worked out. Yeah, me too. Uh, we weren't in person. I feel like we were anyway. So yeah, that's good. And and with it being, you know, that the the Chicago date was your first day of tour. As you said, first day of tour is always, especially when you're starting not at home. You're starting, yeah. yeah and and that's the most. That's usually the case for any tour. Usually, you're not starting where you live. Yeah. So yeah, you got to fly out there most times and get settled and it's like okay where where do we pick up our our bus or bandwagon or wherever the hell yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the then, kids the kids didn't remember what touring was it had been two years <laughs> yeah like our daughter's five she had never remembered being on a plane or a hotel <laughs> i'm like you did this for so long that to her so long is like i mean being a year old you don't and remember she doesn't yeah she doesn't remember so and so it was a good thing you guys got to chicago a day before to kind of oh, oh yeah that was know. by design for sure we yeah well we didn't we even seen our drummer we didn't even time. know we were gonna remember how to do it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the pandemic kind of did that to all of us on so yeah. many different things like uh do i remember how to do this i don't know it's like it's like riding a bike except the bike's all rusted out from being out in the rain for a couple of years yeah and maybe the wheels a little bent <laughs> like the rubber got all decayed yeah it's a it's a little dry rotted right yeah. the rubber is cracking on the tire yeah all that so um it ended up being a great story though Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. So if you're over uh, in the UK, you can find uh, Dolly Rots um, on tour with Bowling for Soup and Lit. I know some of those shows are sold out, but I know not all of them are. Um, Yes. So get your your tickets. We like to remind those people over in the UK that their entire country... We usually drive that far in like a day or two, so they right. could totally come to UK any is show. like the size of Texas, and it's like, oh, you're all the way in Birmingham, I'm in Manchester. It's like you're forty kilometers yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, you're you're thirty, you're thirty minutes, forty five minutes away, or whatever. Yeah, it's and like it's, they're going from like New York to Nashville. It's like, <laughs> no. 
It's it's the, just goes to show you the cultural differences between yeah. Americans can be so willing to travel so far. It's like, oh, uh, five hours? That's nothing. We're like, well, it's nothing. we I'll can do that. There. I'll just yeah. There are yeah. people that do that. I was going to say, there, there will are people that go to every single show in the UK. Yeah, there, uh, we are very lucky to have um, people that will just follow like half of our tour, or all of our tour. Yeah. Like it's, it's That's really In the US too. Roger yeah, like, the Rabbit, he came to like six shows. Yeah, time. it's yeah. like, wow. they're like, I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not like deadhead level, but it's definitely, you know, <laughs> there are, there are cultists half, that we love. <laughs> it's maybe halfway there, you know. Yeah, we'll get there eventually, give us yeah. 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why not? Yeah, by 40 years, I'm sure you'll, you'll have that whole deadhead. <laughs> It'll be great. We'll have this down and yeah, by 40 places, years. We'll just be in the crowd hanging out. <laughs> yeah, your kids will be stage. playing Dolly Rott's songs. Yeah, okay. And that's you'll the just, idea. Yeah, they'll be. Oh, now I want to. I want to mention we're we're planning dates for the U.S. for later yeah. in the year. So we'll be right, doing East Coast, we'll, California, and Texas. Yeah. So between June, July, we will for sure end up on the West Coast and the East Coast in some capacity. Yeah. It just it's all getting worked out right now. Yeah. So, and it's, and we'll and have it's, the kids with us. So awesome. And it's so much easier to do to divide uh, the regions up that way. So just like yeah. how you just kind of finish finish doing it was mostly the Midwest um, yeah. and then doing a, a California run because then you're not gone for a month. Yeah, we time. try to keep it at like two weeks, 10 days to two weeks is good. With the kids. Yeah, because mm-hmm. by that point, we're already we're ready to come back home and like go to uh, you know, a water ball. park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe drive to Disney World or something, or Universal. Or maybe, yeah, or maybe yeah. sleep for three days straight while they stay at the grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be me. That's what yeah, I would be doing. Take out and sleeping yeah. for one weekend. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Can't always get spaghetti on tour. Yeah. <laughs> I love spaghetti. Thank you so much, Jock. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, right have a, have a, a great uh, rest of your day and, and have fun you with uh, Bowling for Soup and Lit. Right on. Right on, dude. Right. Hopefully right. we'll see you again you soon. It. Yes, I hope so too. Right. Cool. Bye. See ya. All right. Well, thank you so much again to uh, both Kelly and Luis of the Dolly Rots for being on Pop Punk and Pizza. Make sure that uh, you go stream or better yet, download or not download. Well, I suppose you could uh, find a download for it, but buy a physical copy of Down the Rabbit Hole, which is uh, their latest release of B-sides and cover songs. I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised on, on how much you enjoy it Um, because I feel like B-sides can kind of get a bad rap when really B-sides are actually just, they're really just awesome songs that no one has heard yet. At least that's what I think of when I hear B-sides. So, um, and make sure also while you're uh, following the Dolly Rots everywhere on social media, you follow Pop Punk and Pizza as well. Uh, You can find us on all socials at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Uh, Follow us, subscribe to us wherever it is that uh, you listen to your podcasts. And you can also buy merch at poppunkpizzapod.com. Use that promo code poppunk to get $2 off your order. And uh, I will talk with you the next time. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you.